Welcome to Africa on Focus, where we share our success stories. Africa, the continent, the young diaspora, entrepreneurs, influencers, change makers, and so much more. I'm Miss Abba, and this is Africa on Focus, the podcast. This week was King's Day, right? It um, was. What did yeah. you do? Um, King's Day was interesting for me. <laughs> yeah, I managed to spend some time with uh, some close friends. So, yeah, that was uh, that was fun. That was uh, unusual. I actually went to to the lake. We went to the lakeside, just in there, um, all day, pretty much. It, quite packed. Like people were there a lot because the sun was out. Right. Um, but other than that, um, I've heard Amsterdam was busy. <laughs> oh man! But I wasn't in Amsterdam. I wasn't. I left Amsterdam actually that morning. Um, so by the time I had gotten back. Um, during let's say curfew time, uh, it was quite down. But yeah, people didn't was, care. Yeah, something like that. People didn't care at all. Where, at where, all. where were you? I was day? inside, man. I was inside in the. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere. Uh, oh. In the in the evening, I did you know host a, a particular international seminar, mm-hmm. which is called hashtag Imagine Nelson Mandela. Okay. Had the opportunity to interact with, just say, like-minded global Africans and friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was for Sam Magazine uh, about, you know, the legacy of Mandela, what it means for us in this current day. Mm-hmm. And um, are we living in that society that he uh, strived for? So that was interesting, more interesting. on a serious note, but it was really interesting. <laughs> oh, on King's Day? It was, yeah. Oh, wow. King's Day evening, man. I, You know what? With King's Day, I always have to feel like you have to do something celebratory. Yeah, and going outside, it just felt a bit rushed because people were excited. Yep. You know, for this uh, 28th of April, yeah. no boundaries. No. And then you just see people going out for nonsense. I, I remember even talking to somebody about the King's Day. He was like, you know what? I was looking for trouble because I, I just... <laughs> I just love the rush of it. So he explained that he went to Fondo Park, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And there were some gates that were just still open, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they were just partying up until police came. So oh, until boy. police showed their limits, mm-hmm. you know, they oh, were just doing really, that thing. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That, that's not so, uh, that's not advice at all. It's not. That's, no, it's, it's, it's bad not. actually. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. So the psychology of it is people are done with COVID, but the reality is it's not over yet. Pretty much. That's it. <laughs> the reality is not over yet. It's and don't not. even get it twisted or to think that you have oh, this man. little window or leeway where you can do what you, what and, you really want. And people want are do. looking for their boundaries. Like some even <laughs> are just, you know, looking for the rush and the yeah. feel of it. So it's, it's, uh, it's bad it's terrifying on one hand but on the other hand you know i understand i understand it's uh, it's pretty interesting but w- what do you usually do on the king's day yeah man um like that's two, a good question was it two years ago yeah two years ago um, i think i celebrated it at the uh the netherlands embassy in ghana which was fun oh I think so, because that was like with a live concert. And, oh, uh, you know, I think oh, it was and Ghana like, celebs also. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, King Promise, I think. And oh. um, you know, at first, of course, they started with their Dutch songs, eating yeah. cheese, drinking beer, <laughs> and then, they had silent disco and stuff. But later on to the evening, they were then playing, you know, Ghana music so and full on Ghana yeah. co- co- uh, concert. Pofferches, uh, you know, it was it was like a healthy mix of Holland. Oh. You know, versus... Is it more fun over there than it is over here? It was, man. Yeah? For oh. me, it was. For me, it was. Because me, I, I, I'm I, not um, I, I'm not keen on 
you know, the out, I'm not keen on alcohol in the sense where you get drunk and, yeah. and people yes. here, people like to get drunk. <laughs> Just to be drunk. I you don't know, get it. It's like when you're young, right? When you're a kid, um, King's Day is always about going out and actually either selling stuff yourself yeah. or like going through the sales and this other with your parents. Because oh, David, yeah. they, I, I'm, my parents were looking for stuff to <laughs> buy and then shit well, to go right? <laughs> All those kind of stuff. Like my father would go to, uh, um, on King's Day, he oh, would man. go out to Vase and, uh, and maybe Utrecht to find televisions, uh, speaker televisions, sets yeah. and those things. And then a month later, he will uh, ship them to Ghana. But then you grow a bit older, you get, let's say, get into your teens where you can go out and stuff like yeah. that. So then King's Day become more of a, you hanging out with your mates. Yeah, yeah. You and are. what are you doing? You're just going out there um, to Central Station, Caramus. walking through the Kermis yeah. on King's Day. But then you get a bit older, like after 20s. And then that's when you start going to festivals <laughs> or concerts on yeah, King's Day. exactly. Like the five, uh, Radio 53, we say in plane. Yeah. Those kind of concerts. Um, so it becomes like just partying right. on King's Day. Yeah. None of the sales, none of the families, none of the walking is just straight getting drunk <laughs> partying. I think after a while, like it goes back to course you get kids and then you have to the take cycle, them. Right? The cycle, right? The cycle. But now Corona happened. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> then corona happens so it's yeah. like okay i still are people still trying to party like party they party are. party yeah. or is it more they want to be able to sell stuff outside because yeah. that is something we we were not allowed to do or i haven't done uh, for two years now true. so that's yeah. true true i wonder what it's going to you know go back to uh in that sense but yeah. the the sales and uh partying i think will always remain because people long for that in in a way i think it will yeah, um, definitely but this this pretty much i think for a lot of people they just didn't care at the canals they were just <laughs> drinking their beers and stuff like that and we're yeah. just looking for the heat of that moment yeah <laughs> yeah luckily where i was it was quite mellow like right people did stay indoors they managed to keep their distance even though the lakeside was was full and people were just laying around or right. let's say with groups of them I don't know. Somehow, it's it looked safe in okay. a sense. So social was distance was strong. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. It was, uh, I was in Daventer. Okay. And yeah. That's a, that so sounds like an intentional trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I planned um, on going on, on on there for uh, for King's Day. Not necessarily as a King's Day planning, but just to go there, and it happens to be on King's Day. So right. It was fun. I managed to see some friends. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Oh man! <laughs> Shout out to uh, Jerry who says, "Let's get drunk." I know you would. You always find us some kind of party. Uh, he says in heaven there is no beer like we say in Ghana. Okay, so you must consume beer here, right? That's what <laughs> that's what Jerry is saying. What what kind of motivation is that? It'd be like, okay, you know, in in heaven there's no beer, so uh, 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 let's get drunk here. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, but King's Day, um, yeah, that's really what it is. I do miss King's Day though, like traditional Queen's Day. I miss the that. proper one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did enjoy, because um, I don't know if that was the case in Amsterdam area as well, but in the Hague area, you have the night to, to King's Day, mm-hmm. where um, they do a, a few of activities, the cameras is open, so throughout the night, you can walk around, <laughs> yeah. the shops are open till late, you know, that type of thing. I did enjoy doing that and get my Oli Bowl at the highlight of the day. <laughs> they would always bring the Oli Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I remember people would uh, 
they will start King's Night. So that's like the day, the night before the King's Day right. or Queen's Day, and then they will just go out, then go to bed, wake right. up, and do their like normal routine. Hey, where are we meeting up? Either yeah. uh, Belmer, they meet up here, and then from there they go to Central Station, right. walk around, have food. Um, like eat at this um, uh, food, um, food, uh, food trucks and food joints, right? Chairs, what is it? The have those traditional the fish, food, those yep, type of things, adding all, all of that, and then all right, let's go hang out somewhere, and then they go to someone's house and then hang out there, right. and then it's like okay, we all going home. Mm. They go home, let's say around seven, seven p.m., eight, right, to meet up at eleven again. <laughs> <laughs> And then they party like that, kings. Um, yeah. The 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 nights, and then they would just go all out. Go and on, then, yeah. And and it was the 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 best Kings days or Queens day was when it um when it falls like on the Saturday on on the weekends. Right, of then, course, you know, because then you have you know yep. all of the time to do and, nonsense. Yep, and you can also sleep uh, um the next day. But if it happens like on a Tuesday. Tomorrow, the next day, you're going back to work. But, but wasn't oh yeah okay okay work work life then begins. Yes. I was almost gonna say like didn't vacation because they always attach it to my vacancy right? No, no, no. That, that's the thing. They never managed to do that. Right. So it's but then mostly the week after. So what most people will do, I know that they um if King's Day is like on a Friday, they'll right. take the Thursday off, and then Friday so had have like a long weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it's on a Monday, they'll just take the Tuesday off so they can go and party and still sure. come home and then do the thing. So, yeah, I mean, it would never hurt to like to take one day off um, um before that Queen's or King's Day, but right. not everyone can take a day off. But most people actually manage to take a day off. Um, they do. They will. Before and after. Yeah. They will. They definitely. For, yeah. for King's Day or Queen's Day, whatever that was before, people will definitely have their celebration going. Yeah. I think those these are the type of things that you would come back for if you if you were to migrate somewhere else, you know, and be like, okay, let me go to my Holland. Yes, exactly. And, uh, I think so too. And enjoy this. Yeah. I think that would definitely be it. Shout out to Jerry, man. Jerry has all kinds of crazy fantasies. He says, I'm not saying? a f I'm not a fan of alcohol though, but sometimes it's just fun to go uh on what, an MP Virgin? What's an MP Virgin? That's probably a drink, right? A cocktail. MP Virgin. <laughs> and sometimes it's just I just want to go all out. Well, well, um, definitely, Jerry, <laughs> you have proven to be one that could go all out. So uh, <laughs> we bet that your King's Day has been uh, all of that. How was your King's Day, especially for our Amsterdam-based listeners? Uh, do let us know. And of course, I'm curious to know and find out where you are tuning in from here on Africa on Focus on uh, High Radio. We have yet to talk some more about, you know, the things regarding COVID-19. It's still very real. We have been advocating for, you know, of course, having a good balanced life of fun, health and all of that. But, you know, to also um, keep in mind that it's really real. And of course, we're having our conversations to lighten the mood and uh, and also have that bit of addressing the, the stress levels of it. Uh, as we are speaking about uh, stress levels, let's go uh, on to the music. We'll be right back to talk some more about what's going on in Africa. Uh, myself and Johnny, of course, we are going to talk. And let me just give you a preview about some couple of things that we will talk about. Is uh, European Super League is an African version realistic. And how Ugandan is Oscar winner Daniel Kaluuya. 
inventions and icons from Africa and so much more of what's going on in uh, on the continent in our world so do make some time to discuss with us and uh, of course uh, we'll be right back to talk some more about what's going on that is responsible for most of the you know uh, current let's say Afro gospel songs that are out there so shout out to UT Babs for also blazing some fires on the comment box shout out to Evans Joe Danso and also a shout out to Nino Brown for also uh, connected with me uh, right here on High Radio. Uh, you're listening to Africa on Focus with myself and Donnie. And here is where we share our success stories. We highlight uh, global Africans, their stories. We connect them with ours and we look for ways as to how we can create the success and uh, the movements that we really need to uh, build ourselves as Africans and beyond. And welcome to High Radio. Amsterdam's most dynamic uh, satellite and digital radio station that promotes African culture to Africans in the diasporas. Um, That is really much our specialty. Uh, Again, a shout out to everybody that's listening to us. We're pretty much sort of banned from Facebook, so we're just keeping it YouTube. Let's just keep the YouTube vibe going on. So if you would like to hear some, (laughs) if you would like to see some faces to the voices that you see, do find us on uh, YouTube. It's High Radio. Shout out to you if you're also listening on our mainstream, which is uh, on which is on the uh, www.highradionl.com. If you're tuning in from there, also a shout out to you and thanks for tuning in with us on this lovely Sunday. We've got so much to talk about, but before that, we also have a nice announcement that Africa on Focus is on Patreon. If you're wondering what Patreon is, (laughs) Patreon is an international platform to grow our community um, and the community specifically who want to see us grow to our next level. Uh, We have our first goal going on. Uh, There is where you can sign up to. And if you feel that, you know, this show deserves um, some small coins ranging from a five years or something uh, that to to support it, you could pretty much uh, give it there. And this is really much how it works. We put on our goal over there and our goal is first um, uh, getting on a video editor and a copywriter that can help us to create more. Uh, captivating and informative video content that can highlight the stories of global Africans. We really would like to do more with the channels that we will have. Uh, eventually, we are going to grow African Focus to Good docuseries, a platform that showcases how global Africans build and grow their business, creative and communities and such. So that is also uh, the end goal, but we're starting small. And uh, if you want to know more, you might want to visit uh, patreon.com slash Africa on Focus. Have access to exclusive talks, behind the scenes videos, and be the first to receive our podcast episodes. Uh, And also uh, what we will grow it into, those are some ideas that are ranging, is where where we will share some tips on broadcasting from how to set up your podcast, how to present, and even starting your own radio show. So uh, we will give you some knowledge that will really, really be exclusive to you. Uh, Anyway, back to Africa on Focus. Man, we've already talked about this King's Day thing. (laughs) But uh, a few arrests came on. Uh, What what happened? (laughs) Yeah, undoubtedly. I mean, when you give people (laughs) a day, a day, like after two months or three months of curfew, you know, yeah. a, a national festive like this um, comes by where the weather is good and a day before 
curfew would be officially over. Oh man! I mean, and already people are looking for excuses to just to drink <laughs> to go out. Um. So yeah. So over the week, um, this week, twenty seventh of April was the King's Day in the Netherlands, and. 50 arrested in Amsterdam parks closed across the Netherlands and for the second time second year in a row the Netherlands celebrated the king's birthday in lockdown however the ongoing coronavirus pandemic didn't stand in the way of the thousand of people uh, up and down the country <laughs> taking to the streets and parks across the country with the gorgeous weather it, it's perhaps unsurprising that celebrations got a little out of hand and not even a little, um, a lot. an understatement. Yep, that's an understatement. <laughs> um, Dutch police forced the, to intervene in cities across the Netherlands. Early in the day, the municipality of Amsterdam asked people to stay out of the city centre and avoid crowds, closing several entrances to Fondo Park. Similarly, Utrecht, Harlem, Maastricht, Ma- Breda, Groningen, Leeuwarden, Rotterdam and Tilburg saw large crowds gather and police were forced to intervene. Several parks were closed. Parks across the countries had to be cleared out as thousands came together while failing to adhere to the 1.5 meter distance rule. The Fonda Park was evacuated and shut down at around 4 p.m. on Tuesday afternoon. Lighter Plain and other parts of Amsterdam City center also saw huge numbers of people gather to party i'm wondering did they count how many people gathered at let's say fondo park they probably lost count <laughs> they probably did <laughs> uh, let's see a total of 50 people were arrested in the capital and three police officers were injured after attempting to break up a fight and disperse crowds at Westerstraat. Um, the, the riots police were also called in to take action at Leiterplein, Bloemgracht and Wolfenstraat. In Utrecht, Amsterdam and Breda, the municipality asked bars to stop selling alcohol before the alcohol ban came wow. into effect at 8 p.m. Yeah, I mean, that, oh, that's bad. That's pretty Got serious. really uh, out of hand. I mean, <laughs> for, for people to, I mean, for the municipality to ask, um, um, people to I mean, let's say to stop selling alcohol because That's... the regular rule was no more alcohol after eight but then around 4 p.m already stop consuming alcohol man that that had to be uh very uh let's say <laughs> wow bad. man it's, it's definitely a contrast from you know how ghana was actually you know was like ghana? um then you know going to public places you know yeah. their celebration of course it wasn't uh, true national holiday other than Christmas, you know, when we were around. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and it's funny how in some countries people behave, yep. you know, and here uh, people just didn't care. And I'm sure that probably more than half of those that were arrested fe- feel like, you know, they just had to go through it or else, you know, they couldn't have a relaxed week. It's just that I, sensation. Ex- exactly. And I'm actually wondering um what will happen happen with them like do they get fined um do yeah. they get locked up for a week or do they have to appear in, in, in a court of uh of law what's going to happen um good them? question good question probably some service work maybe. that they would have yeah. to do and be fined and or maybe just a fine i think, I think just a fine right, right for public disorder i think so yeah. absolutely absolutely man that's pretty bad 
Oh, moving on to UK. A thousand snap up tickets to party without COVID restrictions. They tried to do the same thing here. You know, Uh, it's just that the difference between here and UK is that they are very far out, you know, with their uh, vaccines. And uh, they pretty much the pilot thing, um, you know, it's 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 an idea to also raise some money because with that type of pilots, tickets go up and up for like 10 10k and things like that because people need it you know what i mean the despair of having a good time Mm -hmm. the money people are you know ready to pay for just having a good time i mean it's crazy it's crazy uh a sold out pilot event in liverpool uh will see six thousand revelers mix in pandemic conditions uh let's find out the tea the english city of liverpool will hold the united kingdom's first dance event in more than a year without coronavirus restrictions on friday and saturday as part of a mass gathering trial mm-hmm. nightlife promoter circus will host six thousand individuals 3,000 each day over the two-day mini festival in the first UK event of its kind in 17 in 14 months due to the pandemic. Um, the sold-out pilot, which will include performances by English DJ and producer Fatboy Slim. I do remember that. Wasn't that he used to have like some hits back in the day, wasn't it? Fatboy Slim. Fatboy Slim. I don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's part of the British government's event re- research program as the country looks to ease the remaining COVID-19 rules. Data collected from the events which require attendees to take a coronavirus lateral flow test 24 hours prior will test the safety of large-scale gatherings before government plans to lift nearly all restrictions on June 21. Would you join the party? I definitely would. You would? I definitely would. I definitely would. Yeah, remember the Dutch also did uh, um, the pilot pilot thing, right? Yeah. But didn't didn't it? Wasn't it dismissed? No, it 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 um it went through. It it was actually quite successful. I think that's the pilot that allowed Radio Five Dirac to also uh, have this concert going on uh, last week, Friday or Saturday. That Is people it? actually signed a petition against, but yeah, I mean these pilots are uh, are necessary, and <laughs> the way the UK did it, they have like a weekend. Right. They, they did two days in the Netherlands. I think the pilot was only one day. It was one day, yeah. One day bidding house and and uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you want to party, this, I mean, this is the way to still. To still uh, party. I, I just didn't like the fact that here in the Netherlands they did with this whole um, 1.5 meter distance thing, which to oh, me... they still kept make. the distance? Yeah, I think right. it was... If you're in a group, if you come with your group, then your group have to stay together, but you okay. still have to maintain, like, let's say, 1.5 distance with other right. groups or this and that. So it was, it was quite weird, but... Um, I'm I'm wondering how did the UK actually do it? They did, they did the the test right, but what else uh, did they had in in uh, in, uh, in their strategy? So pretty much they're saying, well, as far as the Dutch one is concerned, uh, it was saying, okay, we're doing a COVID-free thing, but we're still keeping, you know, some of the which which you know makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it probably stings. You know, in the desire of people just yeah. to want to go back to normal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
So mm. that's uh, that's that's quite interesting. I am uh, looking to see how it unfolds. I think uh, a lot of places will be testing. Uh, I think it's a Europe thing because if I hear of some of the highlights coming from US, US has their own way of dealing with COVID, which is really really particular and strange. Yeah, you know, I, almost like the desire how... to make money is bigger than just staying in health and things. Yeah, I have no idea how things are going. Now. I mean. I, I have some friends living there or like on social media you see right like it's it's like the everything is just normal over it it's seems, normal, it yeah. seems so normal over there people differs just, per state yeah so so I've, I've no idea how things are going I do know that they've like they're doing the vaccines and stuff um but yeah how that is going it differs per state yeah what the regulations are what lockdown curfew I haven't even heard of any curfew Nothing nothing really it's uh it's really like their environment is really on private owned it's really about do what you want to do because yeah, it's your property pretty much anyway. yep you know that that is um that is uh what's what's it what's it called vaccine apartheid or something <laughs> what's the word for that i yeah, i vaccine spe- speaking of that by the way i did find out something interesting and that was from the talk that i did early on was that hmm. um you know this uh, the vaccine apartheid is you know basically saying the richer countries access you know the vaccine faster than the poorer countries do blah 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 hmm. but it can also cause a problem because Basically, is if if some of the countries are behind, mm-hmm. it also gives room for new variants to yeah. develop. Yep. You know, when I heard that, I was like, wow. "Oh yeah, you're right. You're actually right." So in this case, the vaccine apartheid doesn't end, doesn't add anything, any, yeah. you know, to um to anybody's life. Nope. It's, not really. It's it's uh, it's an interesting world we're living in now, man. It's really <laughs> before we get before we get back to normal, I'm gonna take like a week and to just write down the lessons I've taken from this pandemic period so yeah, that I will not forget that, yeah, because that's smart. Reality check, man. Um our systems are crazy. <laughs> the check. the most wealthy countries and stuff like that have health systems that don't give a f yeah about their people or their you know uh, about the poor or anything of that we've gone through what the um floyd uh, we've gone through the black lives matters yeah. we've gone through all kinds of crazy things man oh by the way they uh two weeks ago they convicted uh yeah they did Derek chauvin, uh, they did. chauvin. um we, we, they did. We we forgot to actually mention it on the podcast, but it's actually it's actually very important um, that that issue. Um, of maybe course, I'll see if I can pull up, let's say, the conviction and then yeah, um, the verdict, and then we can uh, just yeah. quickly uh, let's go let's go on to some music, and uh, we'll be back to talk some more about our highlights for today. What's going on in your world, and of course, wherever you are listening from, do give us a shout out. We're always pleased to hear, you know, from our listeners. Um, uh, some of the the things that I really admire is the people listening from like Caribbean and yeah. Asian, you know, Middle East and stuff like that. Do give us a shout out and we will definitely show some love back to you. We are uh, on to listen to some music. You are listening to African Focus on Gatton. We're saying, what's up, family? What's up with you? Uh, let us know where you're listening from. Uh, super to have you spending time with us. Uh, it's just quarter to eight, live from the city of Amsterdam, from High Radio Studios that's quite nearby the arena, okay? So whenever you, you're you passing by, you know, the football arena, you're in the hood 
of uh, <laughs> of high radio uh, just a small commercial break uh, ghana's preferred hospitality recruiter is hiring uh, core hospitality is looking to expand do you have what it takes to join the team of core hospitality which is a um, hospitality recruitment company based in accra ghana then definitely you should get in touch with them core hospitality is a hospitality company with a focus on concierge recruitment and consulting and being the preferred recruiter for various hotels restaurants and bars in accra they are well aware of the challenges uh, that comes uh, when it comes to human resource so that's where they are for uh anyway if you are looking to uh, travel back to accra and work or you are based in or around the city of accra and you are pro in hospitality and i mean you have several years of experience of servicing people with the best of the best they are looking for you who they are looking for is a passionate individual with a background in tourism hospitality or providing professional services a person who's open to working in a team and sharing fresh vibrant ideas those are some of the uh, list of people that they are looking for what they are needing people who have at least five years proven experience in the hospitality industry a person who is dedicated and willing to learn uh currently living in ghana or you know a plan to uh, go back uh, if you are the person then you should definitely send your cv and motivation letter stating which position you are interested in and also um other positions that you would be open to apply now by sending an email to info at corehospitalitygh.com and if you have any other questions you should contact them through whatsapp or call them uh, via plus two three three five four two seven two four seven six three seven zero let me repeat that plus two three three five four two four seven six three seven zero and of course if you are based in ghana and the plus two three three is not relevant for you that will be zero five four two four seven six three seven zero make sure that you connect with them uh and also africa on focus comes to you every sunday from 7 p.m where we share our success stories we highlight the world of global africans uh, made possible by austin by austin is a communications and brand company that helps you to elevate your brand or your company are you someone who is looking to um reach your audience uh, through digital through through uh, uh, offline, through social, then you should definitely get in touch with them, www.byaustin.com. And also made possible by Be Artist, which is your one and only web hosting company, Black-owned and servicing you as you are looking for your domain name or your full-service website. Be Artist will supply you with all of that. You should look them up, www.beartist.eu. That is your web hosting, graphics, and a solution a platform that you should definitely check out. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. We talked about, you know, this last year and what we should be conscious of, uh, what we should be looking at, and some of the things that we should definitely not forget as we rush to go back to this new thing called normal. Uh, George Floyd, what are the highlights that are worth, actually, so much is worth mentioning, but uh, um, yeah. Yeah, um, so let's see um george floyd the the george floyd thing was let's say quite big a yes. one it was in the time of let's say in the beginning of corona pandemic yeah. and yet still to have the amount of people 
like literally go out and protest yeah um that was significant so many white people man and as well that as the global outreach of these protests yeah. or the black lives matter that was um um pinnacle so um, a year and a half later or let's say a year later um they finally do the trial but this trial is different from any other trial from the united states mm-hmm. um government and one of the um the essential um the crucial differences is the fact that it was publicly broadcasted oh yeah the trial was publicly um, broadcasted i mean with these george zimmerman with uh um darren wilson these are all police shootings that yeah. happened before whereby the let's say the prosecutors um they lo- the loss or let, let's say the the police department they won their cases all these trials were yeah. happened behind closed doors but in this particular case they decided to broadcast everything and from day 1 to day 16 2 weeks in every That's day you could follow it um um from let's say witnesses until the actual defendant um all of that you could see all of it live um so uh, i think after 3 weeks they they had the verdict all right so the the, the verdict Derek Chauvin who's the main officer who put his knee on uh, on uh, George Floyd um he was found guilty on three charges second degree murder third degree murder and manslaughter um his bail was immediately revoked and he was placed in custody sentencing is like likely to happen in 2 months and Chauvin could spend decades in jail in Minnesota uh, a second degree murder carries a maximum sentence of 40 years in prison third degree murder is punishable by up to 25 years in prison and second degree manslaughter is punishable by up to 10 years in prison so adding this up uh 65 75 maximum of amount like years um he could spend in prison is 75 right however shoven is expected to appeal against the verdict mm-hmm. um so that's the verdict that we have at this moment particularly yeah. only against let's say this um Derek Shoven but there's another thing that I want also want to mention in this whole um trial right right and this is another article from the Washington Post so that is the most important trial of police officers charged in the killing of a black man has not yet happened this is set take place in um August when three former uh, Minneapolis police officers will be tried on charges of uh, of aiding and abetting Derek Chauvin convicted last the one, week the one who was standing next to him and we're just saying shut up everybody exactly people are saying uh watch a guy because I think he's you know yep 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 so his colleagues that trial is also important um here why is it because po- uh important um because this kind of misconduct is less extreme prosecutors will have a tougher time convincing a jury that these 
three former officers are criminals. The thing is, if you stood there and watched, you are a dirty cop. Um, that is an exp um, expletive deleted version of a common chant at last summer's protests after Floyd's death. In felony charges handed down last year, Minnesota prosecutors accused former officers, their names, of doing more than just observing. Um, Kuhn and Lane were the rookie officers who arrived at the neighborhood grocery where Floyd had been accused of using counterfeit $20 uh, bill. They found Floyd sitting in his car where Lane aimed his gun at Floyd and ordered Floyd to show his hands. Lane pulled Floyd out of the car and handcuffed him and he and Kuhn um, tried to force Floyd back into um, into the backseat of the squad car Floyd said that he was not resisting but that he was claustrophobic the thing is to convict these three officers prosecutors must prove that they helped Chauvin commit murder and manslaughter if found guilty of aiding and abetting second-degree murder they face the same 40 years maximum sentence that Chauvin faces for second-degree murder the thing is, that's that's a big if. Right. All three have stronger defenses with more jury appeal than Chauvin, whose impassive facial expression as he knelt on Floyd's neck is seared into public con into the public's consciousness. So that's in the 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 whole thing about you know good 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 cop bad cop. The good cop is also the cop when you see that the other cop, your colleague, is is doing something out of the books right yeah. hey this is not what we're trained to do why are you harassing this man like but of course cops cops have this loyalty to each other they right do, yeah so you have to i mean it's important it's a whole like some brainwash type of ex, ex feel, exactly you know? but you know it makes the 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 cop squad also what they are i sure, mean sure. what 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 if we we know the 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 cop squad as <laughs> individuals yeah, it, the, the, it that was, wouldn't work. Exactly, wouldn't work. it wouldn't work. So right. that code is important for them. However, in these cases, it's merely due to that code that allows, let's say, such mistreatment to go to be fatal uh, yeah. to um, citizens. Or, I mean, you can just say, hey, you know, back off a little bit or, you know, just, just yeah. let it rest or something like that. But to literally, because... Derek Chauvin had, yeah, yeah, he had his neck on um, um, George Floyd's head, but the other cop was, um, or still had his hand, you know, cuffed and hold, held his hand down. Yeah. Like, I, if it was me personally, yeah. I couldn't even, you know, I would have probably, you know, just stand up, let him sit down. Exactly. I don't know, like, somehow, but, give him, just give him space to breathe, I you don't, know? Yeah, but it's like, wow. But so this try is extremely important because yeah. i want um them to be found guilty as well yeah um or at least face consequences yes they were doing their job and this and that yeah but hey you know yeah. i don't know you know you have to take part in it if you if you want to be loyal to your colleague who is mistreating others then mm -hmm. you have to share the consequences that's true, that's true. Yeah. you have to share the they consequences to, yeah. if you would have been like hey 
you know what it's all right he can he can also sit there let, let him i'll watch him personally sure. i mean that's fine yeah that then when things go left you can say hey i'm the guy who yeah. actually tried to exactly you know, maintain yeah. his life or um, keep him alive but you know you just sat there and be like oh we are cops we're not, not i mean that's that's just bad yeah and we need more cops we need more colleagues who who dare stand up against the the bad cops yeah. and say that hey what you did was 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 bad maybe you don't do it in public but yeah. i hope they do it in in the lockers in the in the locker room and like behind closed doors and po- i mean point out those cops that do bad like you see them harassing young boys you can tell them that okay that was totally unnecessary um one day i i almost um, caught a find by uh, i was holding my phone while riding a, a cycle and then there were two cops in the car right so they pulled me over and they were about to find me like literally the the older cop there was a young cop and an older cop and then the older cop said oh um you should have known that um you were not allowed to hold your phone and um whilst on a on a on a yeah. side on a bicycle but i had like that year i think i've 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 had a, a car for the entire year or the year before so i had no idea that this and it was a new rule right and yeah, that it was quite to, recent yeah that, it was a new rule there telephone bicycle thing so i was like oh i i, I didn't know but the thing is I looked around me. I um I was I think riding alongside a park so it was like empty. There wasn't there was no like let's say harm's way or nothing but he still felt like okay let me I'm I'm going to give you a fine sure. that's what he said. And then his colleague pulled him to the back of their of their car like onto the to the booth. Um and they they talked, they came back and they they were like okay you know what we're going to let you off Okay. with a with a fine um with a warning this time since you know you live close by you said and i can tell that you're going to a training because i had my kimono with me i do brazilian jiu-jitsu right and right. i had my gi with me and i <laughs> i tied it like on the front of my my bicycle the phone. okay on my bicycle so he had seen it and he asked right. hey do you do jiu-jitsu i was like yeah i do jiu-jitsu and this was the younger cop right so they came back he was like you know what because you do jujitsu <laughs> and I do jujitsu too, right? We're gonna let you off um, with with a warning. And I mean, I had I had mixed feelings about that. Sure. Cool, you know, you're not going to give me a fine. Yeah. And the other thing is, I felt like, okay, is it because I do jujitsu, I get off with this? My blessing, however, I felt for the other person. Who would probably get fined yeah. because he doesn't do jujitsu, so <laughs> <laughs> he would just like to. <laughs> yeah, what, what I've noticed from that, <laughs> what I've noticed from that police thing is, it's really um, what story you come up with. That's really like That's if you want to be tough and blah blah. Oh, you know. Yep. Yeah. And here, here in the Netherlands, man. but some some are ruthless. So, yeah, um, they yeah. they just we're gonna give you a fine because I, I asked them like, what's the you know what's the harm like why. <laughs> is it is it not allowed i mean since when is it? it was like no those are the rules and it has been right. enforced since this and that and the thing is he wasn't going to give me a warning because whenever a rule gets implemented or uh, mandated right they always have this couple of months where it's just grace period give, grace of, period yeah it was like yeah the grace period is already over so i will have to find you um 
but yeah luckily um uh, jujitsu came in handy and saved me um <laughs> and but here you know you have one cop who does intervene yeah on let's say on behalf of sure the the, the civilian be like hey you know what I can tell like he's very he's yeah. generous and he's genu- he genuinely didn't know yeah. um about this fact because I I I saw them like drive past me and I was just listening to music right. um on my phone <laughs> and they came back so if I had known the minute I would have seen them I would have like put it away right sure. but I was just I was just cruising it, it was a sunny day I'm going yeah, to Yeah you were just minding your own business yeah, like... I was just cruising so It was like you know what well, we see like you're a genuine um, genuine dude and right you you know your belt on your jujitsu is also like you dedicate some amount of time in it so and I can okay. respect that so it was more of that respect thing that okay. you were like you know what I think he's a good dude so uh, let him um, let him pass for this one that but it get it sent out a message like, like man 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 <laughs> if if it wasn't my jujitsu <laughs> <laughs> it saved Yo, you it saved you it, it definitely did because uh, you know that those fines here in the Netherlands they're crazy expensive oh. compared to Germany like for Compa- the same compared to any European <laughs> we're like on top of the list with yeah oh, with man. fines yep for the for the smallest um, crimes or the smallest um, offenses you get like fine three times the price of oh you man Germany or Belgium or in yeah. any other European country, France or stuff like that. I remember my uncle was like, "Oh yeah, if I park here, you know, I get 17 euros." If I would be like 17 euros, you would here, you would get if oh. you are on a what's it called, uh, the wrong parking space, you would get up to 300. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. If it's, it's if it's like if it's a handicap spot, spot, oh. yep, all those things. Yeah, it's uh, painful, man. It's super painful. Oh, But that was the latest update on uh, what we It's went through friend. the last year yeah. really well. Um, uh, yeah, something we just had to go through, which was, you know, the case uh, surrounding George Floyd and, uh, of, of course, the verdict of uh, the one who did it. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Elarm, uh, GH and Becca Adom for uh, for giving me a shout out on Instagram. And uh, also, if you are listening uh, via our platform, www.highradio.nl. Uh, dot com shout out to you if you want to see our faces uh, make sure that you find the high radio uh, youtube channel and mm-hmm. uh, interact uh, with us because we are also there uh, when we come back we will talk about some interesting african innovations that you should know you should tell your children okay that they come from uh, from africans uh, but first let's listen to some music We're going to listen to uh, Kwabana Awute with this record called The uh, Fine Woman and we'll be right back. Old one and before that you listen to uh, Blessed of God uh, collaborating with Marizu as well. Anyway, welcome to Africa on Focus. Here is where we share our success stories. We are back again. Yo yo yo, it's me again. <laughs> Myself and Donny, we get to talk about all things Africa. Matters arising and uh, uh, a whole lot more that you should uh, you should be working on. Uh, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Shout out to everybody who's tuning in uh, through Facebook, through YouTube, and all the other channels. Uh, man, shout out to you for listening, uh, and also through the High Radio platform. It is super cool to have you hanging out with us. It is quarter past eight CET time, or that should be called Amsterdam time. And uh, exactly the time where we have, let's say, about three, three quarters or 45 minutes left before uh, the show ends. And, uh, and yeah, that will be all for this week. It's May. This is the first Sunday of May. 
Man, time flies. Happy, happy, <laughs> happy, happy birthday um, to my older sister. All my right. My twin sister. You're a twin. Oh, man. Okay. We look. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was twin, though. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday to my sister, D.D.D. Um, Dino Addison. Um, God bless you. Oh, cool. That's that's so kind of you to be giving her a shout out on our yes. birthday. That's uh, that's good. Uh, shout out to all of the the May people and those of you who have uh, a birthday on uh, on this day. Uh, super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, catching back to Africa on focus. Uh, also a bit of commercial break. Core Hospitality Ghana is uh, is is looking for people to work with. Are you based in uh, Accra? Or uh, are you looking to, you know, return to Ghana and you would really like to build um, your career in the hospitality industry? You should definitely, definitely, most definitely get in touch with Cora Hospitality GH. And as we mentioned earlier on, they're now recruiting people uh, because there is going to be a period whereby the hospitality industry uh, is going to need some more professionals to, uh, of course, bring in a full service to the hospitality industry in Ghana. Apply now, uh, send an email or send your CV and motivation letter stating which position you are interested in. Also, do let us know or do let them know other positions you'll be open to. Apply via info at corehospitalitygh.com. For any other questions, do contact them via WhatsApp or call them on plus uh, 233-54247-6370. I repeat, plus 233-54247-3670. Let's look at what's going on in Africa. There was one interesting read I just felt like, you know, it was worth sharing. It is good to highlight, you know, this type of news and to really be aware that, you know, Africa is great. Okay. (laughs) It is awesome. And uh, here, here is one thing uh, that I found worth sharing, which was the 100th issue, 100 Innovations. And this was published by Forbes, Inventions and Icons from Africa. Um, from Hollywood experts and Grammy artists to award-winning ideas that can save the world, Africa is not only diverse in its people, but also in its industries and creativity. For Forbes Africa 100th issue since the magazine's inception in 2011, man, that's quite young. We decided to curate a list uh, celebrating uh, a couple of ideas, inventions, and influential role models that have spelt Africa's growth over the last decade. Shout out to Chanel Retief and Simon Umra for writing all of this out. So Africa, a continent bringing with beauty and diversity. Um, has produced some of the finest minds and uh, most incredible ideas, be it in business, science, art, or entertainment, thus debunking the many myths, misconceptions, and stereotypes about the continent from the Western world. Yes, that should be put to death. Mm -hmm. The continent boasts six of the world's fastest-growing economies. Uh, Many outside of the realm of Africa are unaware that Nollywood... Nigeria's film industry is technically larger than Hollywood in terms of the number of films produced every year. And the current OTT platforms are witness to this as they have seen the release of several Nollywood films, including the recently released love story Namaste Wahala on Netflix. 
The World Bank released a report in October 2020 stating that despite the fact that COVID-19 has disrupted many of the continent's economies, Africa could make a recovery this year due to the diverse continent offering human and natural resources that have the potential to yield inclusive growth and wipe out poverty in the region, enabling Africans across the continent to live healthier and more prosperous lives. Oh man, that sounds good. The list of innovations, inventions, and icons in no particular order on the pages that follow are testament to the ingenuity of the African mind and spirit of resilience and Afro-optimism. The future is good. Afro-optimism, I didn't even know uh, about this. Mm-hmm. About this. But did you notice that uh, if we even look at entertainment, more of the you know the standout people are africans actually in entertainment in entertainment especially yeah. especially if they're british then you know okay this is an african <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you know it's a it's, it's one of those things that makes us africans we just we just have that in our culture right right um i mean entertainment is how we experience life like we we can we can imagine like being an office right just doing even in a bank corporate world um corporate office doing your thing and then like you can tell if it's uh if it's uh let's say if you happen to have african colleagues right the atmosphere is is just a little bit different yeah you you have a sense of people having let's say a bit a little bit of fun even when you know <laughs> even when it stands and we are month ends we have to do our financials and this and that yeah there's still this area of someone fooling around right yeah yeah <laughs> so i mean that spirit of entertainment i don't know yes. where we got it from but somehow it's it's kind of like it has pushed us in all you know i mean you know society yeah like, yeah you yeah. always find these africans at the top doing something yeah Uh, something creative whether they call themselves african americans or what british yeah. africans or whatever but you we do find them there yeah um and yeah you can even look at the oscars though we, we don't get invited to the oscars but you best believe that there's some <laughs> there's some black uh african american um, um top entertainers like top actors yeah. in there doing their thing to me denzel washington remains one of the Uh, the icons, the, uh, yeah. If in, if not, let's say the best actor ever for me, for my, for me yeah, personally, I would agree definitely. Right. Um. So, yeah. we, we're there. We, he kills we're it. There. He kills it. Absolutely. Um. Well, the world is used to seeing Africa as a continent of need, mm-hmm. uh, but we are a continent of creators, uh, innovators, entrepreneurs, teachers, and professionals. Our universities and research institutions are not ivory towers of elite knowledge um, unless you study in Ghana or South Africa. That's mm-hmm. something I realized recently, by the way. Oh. Uh, it, it shared a uh, print screen on the requirements of University of Amsterdam. Um, and they said, if you're coming from Africa, what was it? A bachelor degree in African countries is uh, it's the same as the second year of a bachelor oh. year. Yeah. Unless you come from Ghana or South Africa. Oh. Yeah. So that's that's you know that that's quite interesting. I don't know what the story behind that is. We should find that out. You know mm-hmm. what what did Ghana do and things like that. Okay. But um, it's 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 not 
bad. Oh. It can be improved, but there's still hope. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, we consider real problems faced by fellow Africans. The many innovations that Africans have produced to address the problems raised by COVID-19 are just a hint of what we can do as a continent. Our young people need to know and develop their own potential uh, as Africans to help the world solve humanity's wicked problems. It is time that we begin thinking of ourselves in the light of what we can offer the world. And to do so, we need to invest in research that will build our potential. And this is no small task, but it is essential to our future. I definitely agree. There are some, um, you know, inventions that are worth highlighting. Yeah, and um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, let's make a selection. And the rest, I would definitely urge, you know, people to to really look at that. So uh, I would start with the Yawam washing machine <laughs> if you want to know what yawam washing machine is um created by stephen Owamukota, uh, is greatly respected in his village in western kenya his foot operated washing machine has helped curb the spread of covid 19 in his community as it reduces the need for people to use the communal tap when washing clothes and seeking funding to continue his product line he hopes to expand to other communities a goal he hopes to achieve before his 10th birthday so this is actually a child nice. that came up with this mm-hmm. one thing that i love right you know about inventing in africa i remember uh what was it i think it was a church or something like a sound part like broke down and um one of the pastors was like listen i'm sure if if this would have broke down in ghana or where you're from somebody would just come up with a solution (laughs) and just create something to have it work you know (laughs) (laughs) while we throw it away and we're like okay rest in peace it's done Mm -hmm. um just buy a new one exactly people from africa would just you know yeah and and it will be done during the church service it will <laughs> it will and i was like man you're so right so um i would say you know because a lot of people say that um you know and i really look at you know because i'm so interested in documentaries and the feedback that i get from um let's say presenters coming from that they really admire africans for being so hopeful yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so it has to do with the hustle the pressure of your environment as in like I'm not going to spend money for this. You know what I mean? And also just being hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that, you know, um, presses the grind of people. Uh, what other inventions should we mention? Um, I see that most of these inventions, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say had to do with Corona. So it kind of like made Corona more um, help people um, live with Corona. Yeah. In a sense. Um, but... And some of them, some of them, like could be used by, I mean, your neighbor or mm-hmm. everyday citizen. Some, some of them not. Like this one stood out to me. The, the P guard, thing. P guard. Yeah. So Innova Robotics CEO Anis Sabani calls the P guard robot the robotic solution to civilian protection. So. After the unrest in Tunisia a few years ago, citizens felt the need for personal protection. This is how P-Guard called the world's first robot designed for private protection came into being. Okay. The P-Guard robot can survey an area using its panoramic camera, which also has thermal imaging. Imaging. Right. 
it can transmit its GPS location and has a long Wi-Fi range. These robots surveyed private homes and when the COVID-19 pandemic hit, Sabani saw the opportunity for PGAR to intervene. During lockdown, security guards were deployed to keep people from breaking regulation. This to me was a great problem because it then put the security guard at risk of being infected himself. This is where PE guard came in and could provide the same functions without the worry of infections, explains Sabani to Forbes South Africa. Um, Forbes Africa. So, is this useful for the, for the everyday uh, um, African? Perhaps not. However, institutions like the police department, this and that, could pick something up, um, pick this one up and uh, actually make it useful mm-hmm. but again the question is <laughs> if you live on a continent as africa <laughs> where we have infrastructure problems oh, and this and that man. what use of it would it be would to it be? have a p guard or let's say uh, a police um robot server and uh, an area for um this and that so the crazy you know, roads and things yeah oh, right but I think it's it's for those let's say private homes who do have the wealth yeah and like oh we just have it for fun and sure. have it you know a survey one of our homes that we are not there so we can sure. remotely or from a distance just check yeah. up on those things so that it will come in very handy true um yeah. yeah that's a good one well interesting tech innovation <laughs> another one is also um hack corona when the West African-based Internet of Things CEO Joshua Opoku Ajemai saw how the COVID-19 pandemic was uh, affecting his Ghanaian community, he felt the need to help. And this is exactly what he did. Under the umbrella term, Hack Corona V, he invented three different items that could be used to prevent the virus from spreading. Um, and he says, our inspiration came from the community first and the need to protect the people around us, says Ajimine to Forbes Africa. Each item serves a different pur- purpose. Uh, the first was a touchless washing bucket that worked through a foot mechanism. Okay. And what he noticed about public washing buckets that came with taps attached to it is that you had to use your hands to open the tab and when you finish you would have to close it yourself so this could also be a medium for the virus to spread and this inspired the creation of the touchless touchless washing bucket now is what he explains the second was a reusable face mask creating uh, created using 3d printing and from material materials that were locally sourced the final invention under Hack Corona V is an artificial intelligence home system that allows you to control appliances from your phone. Oh. And the system uh, they came up with helps you control your lightning system and, and switches, especially in public spaces to avoid these devices more than is needed. So they have created an app and uh, these are just a few of the inventions he has begun to roll out and with more ideas in the pipeline it will be interesting to see what ajamai and his team will come up with next all right so they stay creative i guess um let's do one more i see world's first digital laser Sandile Inkobo is a scientist from South Africa, has revolutionized many different industries with one invention, and is reported the first person in the world to create the first functional digital laser. The digital laser has several applications, including uses in the health sectors, 
uh, to the beauty industry and has been deployed for a variety of pur uh, purposes since its inceptions. All right. So a lot of COVID related um, inventions, so. I would say, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm very, very interested to, you know, have uh, more of a look on this. Uh, you also have a payment processor, Nigerian company Flutterwave. That name sounds familiar. It's based on a financial application programming interface. A lot of, um, is it called FinTech? FinTech. FinTech, yeah. Yes. A lot of um, these creations are coming from um, from Nigeria. And I don't know because, because it's such, just like Ghana, a very cash driven, mm -hmm. you know, environment. They're trying to, f to find the way of which digital you know, space could really drive um, the money because in Ghana it's mobile money, which is really a thing. Yeah, I don't think the so. internet banquita, as we know, it would be a thing there. Um, have to, I mean, right. So a lot of um, Nigerian-based companies are really getting creative uh, with that, and they have uh, one financial application programming interface that makes it simpler to process payments across Africa. And it is not just a useful tool for individuals, but also an enabling technology because it helps other businesses, including startups. And while Flutterwave useful is useful within countries, the unique nature of Africa makes it uh, doubly useful across borders. And Ulubenga GB Agbola, a founder and CEO of Flutterwave, speaks um, more about that. So you should definitely look uh, about that. Plastic Road, we have drone services. Man, African countries love their drones. They don't like them as... I mean, here they don't like them as much as they do. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I think over there, they just, you know, they, they, they see the... Uh... Yeah. them as gadgets and they always just want to have fun with those things um whereas here it has to serve maybe a political idea or it has to serve something that can be useful for the system yeah or you probably will not uh you not see them yeah um i think i read a news article last week there was a police department in the in the states in one of the states where they had purchased these robotic dogs right these police dogs and they really were, yeah okay. and you know they had it with them on uh on the road um, with a remote controller <laughs> and one um, one of the comments i read was you know spending i think i think it was over 50k or something spending that to purchase a dog that is pretty much useless <laughs> whilst they could uh, spend that money right. to invest in either training or in something else for the police department this is what they you know they want right. to do with with their with their money you know those tech things are there oh, over here they just want to they want to use it and to make to yeah. see if it's you know useful for for the department but yeah some of those things are just you know it's just it doesn't it doesn't serve any doesn't, anything really right. um but yeah drones have been have been used are, are being used though like mm -hmm. drones for for for, for surveying and oh. i know they've been used for years in war yeah um drones so that that has been a uh, let's say a handy yeah. tech mm -hmm. a, a, uh, innovation that has been used as well and also for one of the recent projects in Ghana where, uh, what was it? They used drones to, uh, what's it called? Do optimize the testing. So yeah. the time of, remember that one? That... As well, as well, as well, as well. Um, 
I mean, yeah. Africa has always been uh, powerful as it is. It's now that Africans are knowing the details, you know, and Africans themselves are capitalizing on it. Yeah, but at first the, the white people would saw it and we didn't. <laughs> yeah, but the, are we so? Are we? Do we actually see them? Do we see our strength and are we actually utilizing them? I think the awareness of it is is more now um, also the barrier to do something, you know, on your continent, mm-hmm. at least for us. But I, I I must say that when it comes to for Ghanaians, the barrier is quite low compared to other countries. Okay. I mean, we are quite uh, ahead as it relates to being able to, you know, go back, initiate an idea yeah, or, or do something. Yeah. I, I must say that that's not the case for her. Um, yeah. And it and it's like there there's two different like the world is so different why because on one hand this is the Afro optimism right where we do see hey yes we are being aware of our strength and we actually want to utilize or make our own but I don't know somehow there's this other coin that literally sees no hope in this in today's the generation all i hear is just complaints 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 is it yeah right and i don't know where i mean where where that is from and you know people keep talking about mindset 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 and mm. and what pains me the most is the fact that it's coming from those in the diaspora right talking about that whereas whereas we through african focus actually are in contact with ghanaians in ghana yeah looking or having this optimism that hey we can do it ourselves yeah so you know somehow sometimes i feel conflicted about this um but you know clubhouse that's where <laughs> it's where the space is okay so clubhouse, that's where you... you meet those in the diaspora right like, giving their opinion on on issues and also those in ghana and somehow some sometimes i get like a bit um discouraged when i hear those in the diaspora like talking about the mentality or you do is it that bad yeah you'll be surprised you would be surprised but and that's the thing that's the other world that i don't understand because i happen to find myself in this world where we are optimistic and we do see um betterment uh, or for for africans but somehow other people all they see is just hell right. or they just see negativity i don't know maybe from personal experiences or maybe it is through yeah. studies I, i don't know but of course it's there yeah yes it's de- definitely there but yeah on which side of the coin do you um want to operate from sure yeah yeah sure yeah, i think that's worth you know talking i think we should take this you know on the on the forthcoming weeks because it's a, quite of a long article it also covers icons you this know one, this one uh, just you know touch on three or four every week to really uh talk about you know uh what are the inventions or the people yeah and to really look at you know their impact i mean if i look at the icons you have um from various places you have the mr easy's bonang matiba um south african ones not just entertainment but also people who have you know who are quite are quite but really influential is elon musk a south african okay Is he? <laughs> he is listed on there. Okay, we would def- we we should definitely drag this up until next okay. week and uh, the weeks after. Chimamanda Ngozi, of course, okay. you know in her writing, um, Genevieve Naji, uh, who is a veteran actress, veteran. you know, uh, Niger actress. I've noticed there are a lot of South Africans and Nigerians on this list, okay. and that is is not a surprise because 
Um, one thing that I do know, and that is from um, the moment from my period where I started writing okay. on African focus items. Uh, when I started my internship on uh, at Getter Radio Africa, or This Is Africa, in 2011, uh, there it was already evident that if it comes to the people that could really uh, take, whether that be tech, entertainment, or something to an international level, oh. South Africa would definitely. They have the infrastructure. They have the. They have everything there to provide the particular quality that could be able to compete mm -hmm. you know with international nigerians because their grind is just <laughs> <laughs> their grinds is just impeccable they do not their mindset is on a whole nother level do not touch the confidence of a nigerian <laughs> at all i don't care if it doesn't look good their confidence will tell you right i am the best in this um so it does explain a lot of um yeah a lot of South Africans, Kenyans would already also be on the list. Uh, obviously, uh, who else? South, yeah, a lot of South Africans, I must say. So we should definitely dive into this, uh, the icon part. Uh, obviously, you have the inventions. Um, one thing that, that is also worth discussing is uh, also some of the tech inventions that come from there. Uh, you have 3D printed bones from for ear surgery. One I discovered recently is um, um, one that created, is it prothesis? Is it is that what you call like these added hands oh, and stuff? It prosthetic. Looked, yeah, prosthetic. <laughs> it looked like real, like, oh. you know, you probably seen that one, yeah, right? Yeah, on LinkedIn. Yeah. With, the, with the foot. With the foot and yeah. the hands. Yeah, and yeah. These are the creations worth talking about. Right, so uh, right, right. Um, okay. let's keep an eye on this and maybe even make this a section as in like, listen, innovations from Africa. This is what you should know. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, before we go into a small a music time, what's next on the newsflash? <laughs> We've got some things. Um, so find out uh, there is a new music streaming platform coming up. Nigerian uh, streaming platform, UDUX, partners with Piggy Vest to help you invest in your favorite artists. One of the reasons that is what was worth highlighting is, you know, this is tech. It comes from um, uh, from Africa. And I know Nigerians have really been on, you know, on like, how can we digitalize entertainment and music experience at best? You know, they've they've already I remember they had this platform called Iroko TV. I don't know if you know that one. Um, basically, it was it was it was the idea to bring Nollywood films to a platform where it was. Oh truly being paid for basically mm -hmm. okay because the the even though nollywood is the you know fastest growing um film oh. industry um they do lose on a lot of money because of you know the yeah. being able to get i don't know if it was just being able to copy the films is just yeah. very easy and, and there's like no back end revenue for the either the producer or the production team or the actors it's just upfront. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. How many times people view it? How many copies it get sold? Yeah. There's the no nothing to nothing. track it. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. track it. No. You just get get paid for your for your acting <laughs> if you get paid. Yeah. Exactly. And, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> and that also includes for their music. So even from on top of my head, 2014, they have really been on things trying to change it. You know. Uh, and I must say that if we even compare it to uh, 
the way the Ghana music industry have, they are really further as it relates to getting your coins because you can still play a Kudrin Tree song you know on internet and no notification nothing comes up whereas (laughs) the current you know Wizkid or even if you play a fella Felakuti song, it will definitely show. You know, there is something that registers, you know, what they created. Anyway, a partnerships between uh, Nigerian savings and investment startup PiggyFest and Nigerian music streaming platforms, You Do X has birthed PopRev, a product that allows fans on the streaming platforms to invest in artists and earn profit. Other contributors include King Smade, CEO of Smade Group and co-founder uh, Afro Nation and Yam Carnival, digital music distributor and aggregator, MAD Solutions led by Bugu, uh, Aneto Okeke, Kamal Ajiboye, made in Africa, a music management solution. Listen, I'm just laughing because I happen to pronounce that very well and I feel proud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and music curator community pushing good music pgm led by douglas j khan this partnership will see you do x subscribers interact with music projects beyond streaming and rating by allowing them to share in the equity each content generates an official release reveals that pop rev fuses elements of cryptocurrency which is booming, uh, social networking and influencer nodes, reward mechanism, micro investment, and real time analytics. Um, really excited about how this shows up because uh, it's not, I don't see many platforms there where you can like invest in your favorite artists. Um, but I know it's really necessary, you know, especially for independent artists and things like that. Uh, Pop Rep goes live in mid-May, which means only subscribers can use this investment feature. Users can have access to a catalog of curated content or live streams by signing in after downloading the app from the Google Play Store or App Store. And they can also simply stream from the website. I'm looking forward to how that involves, um, really, because it is um innovative idea coming from you know the continent and especially as it relates to tech an area where relatively uh black people are like underrepresented uh i'm really looking forward as to how this unfolds yeah interesting to see are they going to because how does that even work like if you want to have if you want to stream music is it probably subscription model right yeah but like to for them to get um the thing we we've been facing with with facebook like licensing oh that (laughs) get licensing from um from these um these labels and this and that um are they gonna start with let's say mainly african music or just they're gonna go like I to think, the Justin Bieber. No, I, I think they will, you know, because if I look at <laughs> the Nigerians, how proud they are on there, you mm-hmm. know, and they really do it from the heart as a like, listen, I need to make sure the Nigerian thing comes out. Because okay. here it reads, um, they had entered into licensing agreements with the world's three largest music companies. So Sony Music, Warner Music Group and Universal Music Group. Mm. And these deals place the startup side by side with popular music platforms playing in the African market. 
like YouTube Music, Apple Music, Audio Mac, and Spotify, giving it access to both local and international musicians on these companies' catalogs. So both, yeah. And this ensures because what label does is, you know, when a song comes out, that it's accessible on all the Spotify's. Yeah. So due to this, this is included. It's there, you know, and um, yeah. So basically, they are setting an example for another profit model for African musicians and other streaming platforms might adopt a similar feature and, and perhaps something they can do is actually because you know when Tidal came out yeah and you still had Spotify and uh, Apple Music some of the artists for instance Beyonce she would drop her music only on Tidal on Tidal yeah so if pop ref launches and it's a nigerian based or right. african based they could do all african music or let's say nigerians Ghanaians, right when they release their music only um let's say um to be played on pop ref maybe for the first year right and then after a year or two you can find them on spotify um that would actually make it more marketable for right. let's say africans first and then if any um any other country or any um um other groups also want to listen then they will have to purchase um they uh get on the pop uh, pop ref uh sure. thing the only thing though is they shouldn't make it expensive yeah. don't go and ask 10 euros i mean 10 euros 10 euros it's a, a month is a lot it's, still, it's a right? lot <laughs> like even uh what I'm, I'm not on spotify but i am on soundcloud for instance i pay 11 per month and last time i was looking at listen how much per year is this <laughs> yo mm-mm. you know yeah, so this, this, that's it those is premium accounts yeah 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 you yeah. know you you can you can t- it's and, and the thing with subscriptions is right if it's like let's say 10 euro 15 euro you're like oh okay but before you know you have netflix subscription one um um disney plus subscription um apple music or tidal and then you have spotify and so it becomes too much it becomes too many it's yeah and then you pull it all together and you before you know 50 euros a 50 month 50 euro a month just on oh and and then <laughs> you, <laughs> and then youtube had youtube had the nerve to come with their sort of packaging yeah, which is also YouTube what 11.99 or something like that people were like no i click it away right right when oh, i see that <laughs> and then they, they want to offer the plane in the background on that one i'm yep. like now no <laughs> no sir i will not subscribe to this nonsense mm. honestly yeah, not. so like imagine 50 euros a month and then do that 12 months so it is a lot and yeah a lot of money 600 euros just yeah. on what music and it's a, so i know i wanted to support title so bad when it came out <laughs> But I had to stick with Spotify. Like, <laughs> why was that? Was it because of the podcast? Um... No, because I had Spotify before Tidal even came out, right. and I was already a premium member on Spotify. I already had my playlist and this and that. Everything is set. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, mm, and then, but the, but the thing is, so I think Jay Z when he dropped his album, he actually. No, okay, so Jay-Z, when he dropped this album, 444, and even Beyonce, when she dropped Lemonade in 2016, they were not on Spotify. They so, were not? You no. Know, so I would, what I would do is, if I like was with one of my brothers and they had the Apple Music 
We would go to the gym. I'll grab so their phone. On, that would and be on Apple list- Music. <laughs> I would listen to Jay Z's album or to Beyonce's album, and then just right. go back home and be like, "Okay, I've listened to it." But now they are available on Spotify as well, and I was so happy. Obviously, they so, do. Yeah, eventually. Um, yeah, eventually. I mean, um, Drake also has this deal with uh, Apple Music, where when he drops an album, it goes to Apple Music first. I think DJ Khaled as well label. So like, this is a new thing going on like streaming platforms um partner up with labels yeah. or to have it's those very first competitive yeah, yeah it is yeah, yeah. it's very competitive because even the the um, you know the the standard that spotify even holds is quite it's, it's quite good yeah, you know yep especially also their focus on podcasts, on podcasts and yeah, you know that type of thing but it can be taken away just any day yeah so i'm sure their research and development team is like on you know what is next what is um the next thing we should look out there was a reason why they decided to take the um, podcast route and leave like the music uh thing for apple or or title because they were like "Mm, maybe this music is getting too competitive and as far as i know spotify doesn't have a partnership with any label as of yet but i do know that apple already have one with uh, epic which is also under universal group so that's a partnership there right. with one of the major and labels. also radio stations or something like that wasn't it yeah yeah you have those things so if spotify sees like okay we have this m- amount of money where should we direct you should exactly. we go to music no podcast is yeah. the next big thing where you have listeners engage for a longer amount of time yeah, and you yeah, deal right. with only one content right. creator instead of you know go through the label and then the sub label and then the artist as well no just go through this content creator that's interesting so i think that that's where they were like okay you know we were we're gonna take yeah. this route and uh we'll see you guys in 10 years (laughs) (laughs) so do you have apple music have you subscribed to it ever i know no i think it's more in the american market right where it's um apple music is something they specifically specifically want to create around this apple brand so if you have apple you have the ios you have the AirPods, so they <laughs> <laughs> they so, just want to intrude the whole lifestyle. But that's the people. only way to do it, right? That's the only way to do it because it wouldn't um, make sense. I mean, the one thing you don't want to have is like it doesn't make sense for people to install Apple Music on the Android phones. No, it doesn't. But what you don't want to have is people install Spotify on the Apple phone. But it does happen, so that's, right? Yeah, it does happen because people want more podcasts and this and that. So they would um, 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 download or install um, Spotify on their Apple phone. But that is you losing market. Why? Because Apple is have Apple Music. <laughs> if yeah. you have other people, I mean, if you have your customers who do have Apple iPhones yeah. or Apple um, devices, if you have them literally downloading some other app to get the same services that you provide you actually losing customers so for them the the only way to do is actually brand it and put that into the entire apple umbrella with the apple watch with the apple (laughs) (laughs) like all that have to go together right like synchronize it all and give it one um that's why you know when apple tv came out 
yeah. They also doing this whole Apple TV with you get this in, this and that in, and it's true for this and that and that. And I think they also have their own streaming, um, like their own Netflix, but not Netflix, but just isn't that the, the Apple, Apple TV? I think it's the Apple that's TV, the Apple which is there. That's okay. the Netflix. Well, yeah. yeah, look at that. Yeah. So instead of people um, um, installing Netflix yeah. on their phone, they're like, no, you I have mean, an Apple iPhone. TV, yeah. So, you know, this is the Apple TV. You just pay five bucks extra a month instead of $9.99 for the Netflix. <laughs> hey, this is... <laughs> Competitive pricing, man, man. Oh, man. It, it's, 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 I do, you know, to be on top of that, it does I mean, it takes lots of investment you know you have to collaborate with a lot of these um king players in the industry you know and imagine the amount (laughs) of um money you have to spend on advertising or media this whole media thing we're talking about with the panel this oh man yeah yeah this media thing has to come from everywhere so for um for for africa now it's really the time for these startups and things to really position themselves well yes because uh spotify just recently was launched in africa um because at first you couldn't play spotify in in ghana uh what else um this okay it's not streaming but the fact that twitter is opening its offices in in ghana also said you know it's there how about the netflix the netflix uh had a deal with this african uh country was it zambia or i forgot the country I forget the country, that but it's would, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like they created a space for them for their yeah. um, film yeah. industry to also yeah can find specific movies and that. Yeah. So but it's like, part of them building the infrastructure, being that uh, it is as it is, mm-hmm. and um, I I really hope that you know African startups can position themselves well where it's not now in the hands of these giants. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And Paprev, I hope they like. I hope. They so, come. They come out with a, let's say a really good strategy in yeah um, how to still um, like win their market, like not lose Africans sure. to sure. these um, giant corporations. I mean, they're already at the dis- um, disadvantage simply because they just don't have the the money or nor do they have the resources. Yeah. That- Man, I think you know <laughs> <laughs> the research and development bit. You know, takes a lot of money. Yo. And then um, before you even reach the marketing bit, you have spent a lot on positioning yourself well, yeah. you know. And a, and a mistake you can make is also like think that it is not so necessary, like that research and uh, sure. development. Sure, exactly. Yeah, you think like, oh, Africans, you would, they would want to <laughs> do it, but... <laughs> you you can you know you can be mistaken because um I think there was a an African platform for the Netflix but no one even heard of it. Was it? Yeah, there there had been one but right. it shut down or it, it wasn't generating anything like people were not going at what well, yeah. the research development department Was it, yeah <laughs> and it's necessary because you have to be hands-on especially in in tech and digital space it's really fast yeah yeah, fast it's space. So fast. yeah, yeah, yeah. and if you're not hands-on as to okay why is one platform preferred over the other you know mm-hmm. what i mean what can i do to access people you know is it through their okay mobile phone using is, is fact that is number yeah. one everywhere in the world but through which programs yes. um, could be connected payment yeah. you know all of these things you have to be hands-on and also i think during my uh teachings on digital marketing that i had some weeks ago you get to see that if you look at the top 
you know, digital platforms because they, the reason why they stand out the way they do is because they invest so much in research and development. Oh, okay. So, yeah. and, and, and that, does that, um, result in their performance or in yes the, yeah absolutely Always. yes because it makes their performance intentional you know mm. it makes their for performance think in terms of wait people the next generation likes to uh um, um put on their location at this and this spot so, so that means they would like to send music and so they create another button for that function. you know what i mean yeah 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 how about this though since we're talking about <laughs> giants and stuff um Netflix, like people say that, you know, Netflix sucks when it comes to movies. Like, oh, they've watched right. all the movies on Netflix, but they still have their subscriptions. So I was thinking, is it because just like how Spotify is now focused on podcasts, Netflix just decided, you know what? Movies are okay, but the series, let's get those <laughs> series on Netflix. Right. And it will maintain. So you know, is that also like something from the research and uh, research um, R and D the yeah. um, department that was like, you know what, guys, uh, movies are cool and cinemas and this and that, but the next thing where to yeah. attain subscriptions and also maintain subscribers is have those papal. What was it? Was that Siri? What's it? Something the papal. Papel, this this Mexican or this Spanish? Oh, that one I missed that. <laughs> you know, is is the one you see the face mask, the white face mask, and it's like this bunch of criminals or like an organized. Um, they do a heist. I don't I don't know do that a, one. No, oh man, pa Papel the something something. <laughs> the funny thing is the whole that it's not even in English, but is you have it? Dutch people watching it american and it's so right yeah but also i've always been fascinated okay you about. should you should share the link because i don't know what the heck you're talking about <laughs> casa, casa de papel okay okay i'll definitely check that out um before yeah. we before we round out let's look at some comments uh, about this and uh, i'm just positioning myself well so that i know on which <laughs> platform to look um so with with netflix netflix i didn't particularly touch on the netflix part one um, it might be, you know, in, in general, they, Netflix played a role in innovating the way that we watch, okay. you know, um, what's it called? Series and, and things like that. And uh, what I do discovered, you know, through my quick and rapid Google moves, mm -hmm. um, is that they keep adding innovative uh, prospects day by day. And I know that innovation, you can only make innovation happen through you know, research and development. Yeah. Um, let's see if I can find some examples. Um, let me see. Okay, technological innovations. We understand that. I know the on-demand thing, which is which is one. Um, they're making moves through the years to expand its audience base. Okay, that's one. Through its continual um, researching as to which industry, because the Nollywood edition is quite you know recent um they moved up from mailing the content to streaming movies and tv shows in good quality mm -hmm. uh continuing the growth prospect netflix has already begun its production of its own unique content oh. okay and <laughs> is it true yeah the comedy that? Uh, comedy specials okay yeah they actually produce yeah they form the production for um yeah like they dave chappelle 
Sting signed this oh, deal yeah. with remember with Netflix for his comedy specials and his, um, when he came back for 60 million mm-hmm. and that is actually on Netflix I mean for Netflix themselves yeah they call it like Netflix special right yeah oh, okay that's, that's a good one another thing is also flexibility the biggest advantage they are given to customers that they can watch any content with convenience okay the on demand thing a variety of options Subscribers of Netflix are given options to have a range of movies, TV series, and documentaries by distribution partners. This opens new options on a regular basis, attracting millions of customers. Because obviously, if you track down people's choices, you get an idea of you know what else is there. Yeah. Strategy of original content. Uh, as per the source of variety, Netflix is planned to spend around 15 billion on the content in um, which started last year. Under which around 85 of new spending is reserved for original content, and this shows the amount of over 12 billion. That's a lot. And uh, ad-free content, okay, no advertisement. Uh, I remember being young; I always got annoyed when advertisement <laughs> came up, and it was even worse when I would like travel to family in US. The Americans suffer with advertisement. One one half an hour show would have probably advertisement every five minutes. Like that's cruelty, seriously. Oh, um, man. people get irritated with ads coming mm-hmm. in between their favorite program time. So on Netflix, you don't have that. Enhance user experience. Netflix does all research to come up with the best user experience. The foremost aspect is customer created preview videos. Um, this preview plays on scrolling through a little title card yeah I also love that you know to have an idea of you know is that interesting Um, recommendation engine they know they know what we watch so basically to conclude you know they have with all those factors Netflix is marked as successful as it prioritizes subscribers needs and the regular transformation is bringing innovation and creating ease for all the subscribers so probably what you were looking for like is it TV shows that they're focusing on now is then their own content mm, okay, yeah. okay so now it's their own content then yeah that mm. that sticks out according to this uh, this particular read yeah, so that's I, I, um I can see that I forward yeah yeah man that's, that's interesting that's good that's tech talk man I I I love that talk anyway <laughs> uh, I just really want to give a shout out to our Facebook listeners I'm so sorry guys that I didn't pay attention to Facebook. I thought we were completely banned. Yes. But <laughs> but we happen to still, you know, stream on there. Uh, Mensa Gary, shout out to you saying nice tracks. Feature me on one of your songs and we can both make a hit song. Okay, Donnie will produce it. Okay, Gary. <laughs> um, and also he asked, what is it about T-Babs? I always hear his name on Sundays. <laughs> That's funny. GH Kings, who is saying, I'm sure Ghana will go on lockdown by all means in a short time. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's okay. going on there? <laughs> I thought Ghana was doing good. Uh, also, shout out to Mena Ama, who is watching live from Kumase. Donnie, I love how you speak your English. Uh, did you went to the same school with DJ Slim Heavy Anna? <laughs> and also a shout out to Mami Abna who says your playlist is one in a million a miss. Thank you for the love. All right, we've spent so much time talking, man. The two hours is still not enough, but it, but it's good. 
I am glad that, you know, before this year started, we decided to also focus more on our talks. Yes. You know, for for that. So I, I am still for that. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Definitely. Oh, man, we've reached the end of, uh, of Africa on Focus uh, live with myself and Donny highlighting, you know, matches rising from uh, Africa. And also a last shout out to Core Hospitality Ghana. Uh, Core Hospitality Ghana is recruiting. They are hiring. They are looking to expand. Do you have what it takes to join uh, Ghana's thriving hospitality team? Uh, then you should contact them. Core Hospitality is a hospitality company with a focus on concierge recruitment and consulting and being the preferred recruiter for various hotels restaurants and bars in accra um they are uh, recruiting so that by the time that restaurants and and all of that start hiring they can hire you so in case you are looking for this you are looking to sign up send your cv and motivation letter stating which position you are interested in also let them know other position that you will be open to send them an email to info at corehospitalitygh.com for any other questions do contact them through whatsapp or call them on plus two three three five four two four seven three six seven zero i repeat plus through two three three five four two four seven three six seven zero make sure that you get in touch johnny what are your plans for this week this week enjoy the sun <laughs> okay okay yeah the sun is out i was almost gonna say which sun, which sun? <laughs> <laughs> i think you joined the sun a bit um yeah right be out okay all right and awesome. you sounds good um you met you know i have some work to do Concerts. um Sorry? Concert rehearsals? Music, um, that would be the week after. <laughs> um, rehearsals, obviously, and uh, doing that, staying creative, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, and working on my guitar, um, guitar so, techniques. <laughs> so uh, definitely uh, that. But I'm looking forward to a fruitful week. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Next week, you will catch us live again on African Focus. Here, same place, same time on high radio the voice of the next generation in case you miss uh, uh any of our episodes you can find us on all streaming platforms spotify apple music you can catch uh, our conversations uh talking and interacting with you know uh africa's most impactful people uh find us there subscribe and follow us every week we will share any of the conversations that we've had uh with so many special guests that we've had here on the show and have yet to welcome more um stay blessed stay safe remember covid is really really real and um yes i think we should um let's Thank you see for listening to which song we should we air live every sunday with? on high radio from 7 p.m accident time join the africa on focus platform on facebook instagram and twitter at africa on focus or visit www.africaunfocus.com and follow me on all your social platforms twitter facebook and instagram at miss Allah. shout out to high radio and q vibe for the jingle <laughs>